I don't think he was as bad as people are saying. He did not play his his best game, no doubt, and he didn't look like he did to, uh, at the you know at the end of the second half against Houston. But I I didn't think you know they had they were sloppy in this game. I think you know for all the talk we have about Harbaugh and what a great coach John Harbaugh is, and he is. I, I would never say he's not. His team was sloppy in this game. I mean, they had big-time personal fouls. And Flowers, I mean, that situation there, I mean, you're talking about, you know, making it a three-point game there. And he gets a terrible uh, taunting penalty. Now, the taunting penalty there, whatever you think of the rule, that's fine. I I don't know if I love the rule. And if they, I, I, you want to wipe away a rule, you want me to sign a petition, come over, I'll sign it. Email it to me. But it's there. And for me, I'm sorry. It's clearly taunting. He pushes his shoulder back into the ground, drops the ball right in his face, and stands over him. It, that's taunting. I, it's, it's a, whether it's a stupid penalty or not, whether it shouldn't be on the books, whether it shouldn't be something that's called fine but it is on the books it is a penalty and he clearly did it and then he fumbles going in how many times have we seen guys like i don't have i understand it's almost an impossible thing to coach because it's a it's it's almost like an involuntary i'm going for the end zone like but how many times have we seen these guys stick out the ball for the end zone and, and have it fumbled i mean it's a reason why we hate it talk about bad penalties it's a reason why it's the the least liked uh, penalty or the least least like call in all of football to fumble through the end zone because it happens a lot because these guys never get it through their heads that it's dangerous to put the you have to make sure when you extend that football it is going to be over the line the second you extend it you cannot have a superman dive needing to carry two or three yards with that football out in the air you just can't do it you can't do it i mean you got you got the penalties, you got that play, you've got, you know, the. Uh, I thought that he was under pressure a lot. He did not play particularly well, and I understand what's going to come with this. We all understand. He's going to get with this. what Ed just said. What our last caller, Ed, just said, we're going to hear a lot, whether it's how he plays the position or just him specifically. He doesn't play well in the postseason. It's enough of a sample size. Uh, it's going to be a talking point. We're going to have the two major talking points out of that game. One being the the deity that is Patrick Mahomes and just how incredible, what incredible success they have had, whether they have a great team, a good team, a good defense, a bad defense, a great passing attack, a poor passing attack, uh, Hill or other weapons, less weapons, uh, the Kelsey in the prime of his career, Kelsey at the tail end of his career, whatever the case may be. They continue to find ways to get into the championship game and into the Super Bowl. It is remarkable. <clears throat> Again, excuse me. Um, but the other angle of this game is this team, the Baltimore Ravens, absolutely blew this game. They made dumb penalty after dumb penalty, like too many men on the field. I mean, this is a this is a John Harbaugh coach team. Now I know the offsides that turned into a personal foul was probably intentional. I, I, I went right into the, the next game and I didn't watch the post game. I don't know if Harbaugh commented on that, but I mean, they were speculating on the broadcast that it's to from one in five 
<clears throat> from first and five to first and ten, you don't want to give up a first down there. So it makes sense to kind of have a, a timeless just to go from first uh, and ten. But you didn't have to knock the guy over and get a 15-yard penalty. I mean, just it, it was just the entire Ravens team choked under the pressure. The entire Ravens team. And I think Lamar Jackson did not play well, but I, it's, I don't just look at him and go, that's the reason they lost. He'll never win. But that's what's going to be. That's what we're going to hear. He's the MVP, two-time MVP, and he is clearly, and even if I'll defend him, there's no doubt to this statement, he is better in the regular season than he's been in the postseason. His teams have had opportunities to win and be the better team. Now, again, it's going against the guy who doesn't lose. He, he didn't lose to the Texans. He didn't lose to Buffalo. I mean, he has in certain – I mean, I'm, I'm just saying he has lost to other teams. But I'm saying, like, in this game, they did lose to this very good Chiefs defense and Patrick Mahomes. Now, that doesn't excuse him, and I still think that there are flaws to his game like any player this side of Patrick Mahomes, but I don't know if the narrative that's going to come out of this game that he was terrible, another shining example of why – Either quarterbacks who play the game like him or him specifically can't be successful, won't be successful. He'll never win the big game. We know it now. The Ravens should move on. This is why you don't pay him. This is why they made a terrible decision with the contract. We're going to hear all of that. That's going to be a major talking point leaving this game. I don't know if it's fair. I don't know if it's fair. Did they, you know, I think the Lions choked a lot. I mean, to me, you could feel like, and if you want to talk about the different angles of the pressure, like Lamar's personal pressure and the Ravens' pressure to beat a, uh, a Kansas City team when they have been the best team in the AFC all year long, when they really turned it on down the second half and just dominating people, dominating good teams, the pressure of winning that game at home against the team that never loses, I think played an element. 